Hi, I'm Rick Barron, your host, and welcome to That's Life, I Swear. I walked into a bookstore a while back, and my eye caught the title of a book that gave me pause to say, What? I wasn't quite sure what to make of it, so I went back to the shelf. The title of the book, All the Frequent Troubles of Our Days, by Rebecca Donner. So I was curious, and read the book cover summary, and I was hooked. As I started to read the book, I can honestly say that it was a I-couldn't-put-the-book-down moment. Let's jump into this. But let's talk about the book. I want to be sure not to give away too much about this book, as it's such a great read, trust me. And I don't want to give away anything. So, the story represents a timeline of the extraordinary life of Rebecca Donner's great-great-aunt, Mildred Harnick. Rebecca's aunt was born and raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. As her aunt continued her education, she enrolled in a Ph.D. program in Germany. Unfortunately, the time period wasn't ideal. You see, Mildred was in the wrong place at the wrong time. It was here that she witnessed firsthand the rise of the Nazi party. As the story unfolds, we learn that in 1932, she began holding secret meetings in her apartment, a small band of political activists that by 1940 had grown into the most influential underground resistance group in Berlin. She later became a spy, transporting top-secret intelligence to the Allies. Now, Rebecca Donner does a great way of weaving the story about the life of her great-great-aunt, Mildred, by going through numerous government archives, survivors' interviews, old photos, diaries, and letters. Now, she spent an enormous amount of time gathering extensive information that took her to countries such as Germany, Russia, England, and the United States. Through her long journey of piecing together this story, Donner shares a section in the book titled The Boy. Now, without revealing too much, this section of the book refers to Donald Heath Jr., the 11-year-old son of Donald Heath, who was an American diplomat who was gathering anti-Nazi intelligence while working for the embassy in Berlin. Donald Jr., or Young Don as he was called, visited Mildred in her apartment periodically. Now, it turns out those visits were for Mildred to slip information for his father into his knapsack. Donald Jr. was aiding the resistance by acting as a courier, mind you, at the age of 11 years old. It took a while, but Rebecca was finally able to track down young Don in California, and she was able to interview him in 2016 when he was 89 years old. Rebecca's writing talent provides fluent prose and vivid character sketches that make you keep the pages turning as the story unfolds. This remarkable story has other twists and turns, thus it's well worth the read. I mean, I just couldn't put the book down. I mean, I must have read this book, I would say, within a day and a half. So let's talk about the author. Rebecca Donner is a Canadian-born author. Her book, All the Frequent Troubles of Our Days, won the 2022 National Book Critics Circle Award for Biography. Donner was educated at the University of California at Berkeley and Columbia University. She is also the author of Sunset Terrace, a critically acclaimed novel, and Burnout, a graphic novel about eco-terrorism. Her essays and reviews are found in numerous publications, including the New York Times and Book Forum. Now, Rebecca Donner will be a visiting scholar at Oxford in 2023 and was awarded a 2022 Guggenheim Fellowship. So, 
I don't want to give too much <laughs> away about this book, but here's a little tidbit of information on how this book came about. On an annual basis, Rebecca Donner visited her great-grandmother's home in Chevy Chase, Maryland. Now, in the kitchen, there was a wall where she and her brother would stand against the wall to measure how high they were, and they would be marked in pencil. One day, when she was getting measured, she noticed a very faint line, and the letter M was above it. Rebecca asked, well, who's that? And her grandmother, Harriet, who muttered, oh, that's Mildred. Now, Donner's curiosity was piqued, but it wasn't until she was 16 that she learned the truth that Mildred Harnack was an American spy during World War II, along with her husband, Arvid Harnack. Now, what drew my interest to reading this book? I've always been deeply interested in the events that led to World War II and what took place, along with the numerous atrocities that unfolded. And for me, the one glaring moment in the war was what happened to the Jews and those who took a defiant stance to oppose Hitler's sixth dream of world domination. As you read the story, Donner's literacy method in writing in the present tense proves to be a very effective way for conveying what it felt like in real time to experience the tightening vice of the Nazi regime. As I said, the book is a real page-turner of political terror. Chapter by chapter, you'll be amazed at the remarkable story of the resistance fighter Mildred Harnack and her unbelievable bravery against the backdrop of daily life in Germany. Another aspect of the book that gave me cause to read it is that it's been over 80 years since World War II ended. And yet today, even in 2023, we're seeing countries wanting to do away with democracies in various parts of the world. Even in the United States, we still have to preserve and fight for what we thought was a safe democracy. But this time, in our own backyard. Now what can we learn from this book? What's the takeaway? For me, what I took from this book in terms of lessons is that our world was in a fragile state over 80 years ago. Today, our world is like a delicate Christmas bulb can quickly fall to the ground, breaking into many pieces. This story is still relevant, even today, if you can believe it. The story reveals how quickly a country's constitution, free press, and democracy can be demolished within the blink of an eye. Nothing, even democracy, is not guaranteed. This book is for those who admire those who will not sit idly by and have their freedoms taken away. It's a story about one individual and others who looked at their demon in the eye and said, I will not fall to you. I believe Rebecca said it best during her acceptance speech when she won the National Book Critics Circle Award. She said, and I quote, The men and women Mildred Harnick recruited in her underground resistance group were factory workers and office workers, artists and journalists, students and professors. While so many in Germany supported Hitler's regime or chose inaction, they chose to risk their lives and resist. The story of their audacious courage serves as an inspiration to us all during this fraught time in the world. End quote. Those words were true in the 1940s, and unfortunately, they're true even today. Well, there you go. That's life, I swear. For further information regarding the material covered in this episode, I invite you to visit my website that you can find on either Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts for show notes calling out key pieces of content mentioned in the episode transcript. As always, I thank you for listening. 
be sure to subscribe here or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. See you soon.